हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज कथक का चक्कर माय नेम इज प्रमित एंड दिस प्लेस इज डिजाइन टू बी अ सेंट्रल प्लेटफॉर्म टू ब्रिंग कॉन्वर्सेशंस विद कथकर्स अक्रॉस द ग्लोब सो टुडे आई हैव विद मी अंजलि शाह Anjali Di has discovered and learned Kathak dance with Sanjay Desai ji in Kalam Dance Institute in Ahmedabad in India. She has trained under Sharmila Sharma ji in Paris and in Switzerland during private classes and collective workshops. She has created and toured different shows in Switzerland and in India, Lejewel 2011 and 2014, Lotus in 2015, Gulzar 2016, Muskan 2017 and 2019. Narangki in 2018, Yasa in 2019, Namak in 2020, Chandni and Roshni in 2021. She is currently working to create a new show, Krishna Katha. She has also presented solos in different occasions related to India, the Embassy of India in Bern, and the Museum Rietberg in Zurich. Since 2008, Anjali is sharing her knowledge and teaching dance. She teaches every week Indian dance classes in Tarn Sultan. in nashital and in pulter fabric in bl she also gives private classes and workshops anjali ji how are you yes no how are you <laughs> i'm fine and you <laughs> i am good and thank you and big thanks to pali ji for introducing us and anjali ji just to start off with uh, i know that you're kind of teaching a tarana right now in your classes so could you tell us a little bit about that so it is uh, actually one of the first choreography that i learned when i was 19 and i went to kadam dance institute in amdabad the center of of kumidini lakya and there i i learned that uh, tarana from sandhya desai so it has always a nice memory because it's uh, like the first dance that i learned and um so it is challenging because uh, the full uh, tarana for the students here in switzerland it's not so easy because all the composition the um, like the rag this is all something new for here so I try to take time. I also made them a paper with all the syllables. We go really aramse, so <laughs> this process will take like I think one year. But it's okay. The idea is that we 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 do it well also. So um, it's um, like not so easy to teach pure katak to Swiss students. But I'm trying. to with this paper with hearing of the music that that it is um, accessible for them understood anjali yeah and that sounds like a challenge and thanks for taking that on and she talked about uh, and just to touch upon a little bit here so what if you could tell us a little bit more about when you talk about writing down notes and when you breaking a tarana in for someone who's not acquainted with in the music or dance uh how do you what kind of notes do you make for them and how do you acquaint them with the music or how do they get more familiar with it or that how do you introduce that context for them um so um like contrary to india where we have to go with our notes and um write ourselves i try to do this process in advance because uh, we don't get we have one hour so that we focus more on the dance so i prepare these notes for this reason so that they have already the material they can go through it they can listen one time and then um then i uh, cut the tarana into uh, pieces and uh we we work that is basically same than in india like Uh, we work on the first part and then when we know the first part we do the second part then the first the second then we add like this and um also with the t high like with all this syllable uh with the feet mm-hmm. this is uh, the tukra also that goes quite fast all uh, 
takita takita dina takita takita dina so this is all new right and, uh, <laughs> so i try to them to make them do first with the hand takita takita dina takita so they understand what is takita like which side is moving is it left or or right and also for dina so i'm trying things out mm-hmm. <laughs> they are a bit my kobe <laughs> because um um i learned more like we had to do maybe you also like we have to know it uh, in the cycle and then when we know it how to say the, the song then mm. it is taught to us but if i do that way i lose my students okay <laughs> so i rather try to make it a bit uh, interactive like a game mm-hmm. so that that they keep on being interested because otherwise it's difficult for them to find the motivation okay okay um yeah because uh, there, there is one indian like um, who is adopted but mm-hmm. otherwise all are of of western culture mm-hmm. somehow you found this motivation when you also are indian i mean that's how i got motivated because i thought oh it's my origin like we mm-hmm. have a bit this more motivation but for people who are non indian um there there must be a little bridge for them right right okay so then um think let's stay in this for a while cuz yeah you you have a very interesting problem on your not, i won't say problem like i would say situation in your hands <laughs> so anjali i guess um uh could you if you could take us back to the beginnings of how you started your academy and when you started teaching dance so how did you begin that for yourself like when you started opening your academy and started teaching indian dance in burn no burn but national so i don't yet have an academy like i'm okay. more teaching in school this is one purpose in life okay so gotcha i hope one day i will have <laughs> yeah. but, um, uh i started like when i was uh, 19 i went to to amdabad for 6 months yes and then i came back to neuchatel and i actually started a bit like a side job like mm. uh, i was doing my teacher training and uh, then i i i used to teach one class per hour and uh, uh, one class per week sorry and then um, it 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 started from there and then um, uh, like yeah i must have been like 20 when i started mm-hmm. so it has been now 14 years that mm. i teach uh but the then i i i changed a bit my um way of teaching what i learned from india because i noticed that here people are coming for one week just to have um enter an enter, entertainment mm-hmm. and um few want to take uh, dance as a profession mm. so then i had to make it that in the end of the hour they feel they have learned something new mm. so every hour a bit different but also that it is not um chinese that that it has to be accessible to them so that's how i brought a bit of bollywood dance into my class because these people like it very much right okay and uh, so on that note anjali uh, ji since you've been teaching for a while uh, what aspects of kathak have you found like so people in switzerland connect more to are there any technical aspects or any certain aspects in kathak they t- they take more to than the rest of it like what is your experience friend Uh, sorry i did not understand what right so i am saying like in the repertoire of kathak what aspects of kathak or what elements of kathak are people more drawn to or what have you found helps them connect to it or identify with it or learn it more they they like um, like they like both the story and the technique hmm the depends of the students okay but then uh, as a teacher it's good to know who likes what mm-hmm. so you can keep them motivated mm. but um 
I preferred always the stories. Okay. So uh, for me, it is a bit more easy to teach the stories uh, because um, it's it's like telling a story and then we dance it with the movement. Mm -hmm. Technique, it's a exercise for me also hmm. because I was never good with the feet. So then if I have to teach and uh, I have not to make any mistake, mm. then I, before I'm also preparing well because mm. uh, then I shouldn't teach anything wrong. Mm. So technique is more challenging for me to teach. Understood. And since you're talking about preparation, that will be interesting because uh, for you, when before going into each class, like what is the kind of prep work you usually do or what does your preparation look like? Um, so... Uh, if we have a new song, mm -hmm. uh, Bollywood or Katak, mm -hmm. I, I but I, I I will show you how it looks like. Then, mm. Yeah, okay, <laughs> just one sure. minute. Sure. That is like how it looks. Okay, <laughs> like can, you, I, can you put it up closer to the camera? Okay. I put the name and oh. then from where it comes. If it's Bollywood, I put the name of the song mm -hmm. and then the movie. Okay. And then for uh, Katak, I keep uh, a picture here. It's Kadam. Uh -huh. Like if it's something from Sharmila, I keep a picture of Sharmila. Mm -hmm. And then I say who has done the com the choreography, compo composi the composer. Okay. And the teacher. Huh. Yeah. And then uh, like it's it's a quite a long thing because I. Like I, I write the alap mm -hmm. and the din tadin tana nazardani that like the first couplet. Okay. And then um, the the chorus, yes. Yeah. So this is for katak, like there is just the syllable. Okay. But if there is um, like an ex expressive song, mm -hmm. I write down the translation in French. Uh huh. And also the chorus who comes back, and if if it's Bollywood, it's same than an express an expressive song. Like hmm. there will be the title, the movie, the image of the actor, and then uh, who has done who are the actors, who are who is the composer and director of the movie, hmm. and then uh, the translation mm -hmm. and chorus, same. So I, I, I guess that every student has a quite a <laughs> lot of uh, uh, like a paper, but mm -hmm. then I I hope also it stays with them. Hmm. Like uh, if they have something written, yeah, then they can take one and they can redance. Mm -hmm. Of course, we share also the video, but sometimes because it's another language, mm -hmm. then you want to know the meaning. Right. So you can go back and search the meaning. Okay. And yeah, thank you for sharing your notes. Yeah, you seem very thorough and like prepared before coming to class. And that's lovely that you're doing that, Anjali. Ji. And uh, for and since you talked about practicing technique, I'm very curious, Anjali. Ji. For you, what does your riyas look like? What are the rituals you do? What are the things you like to practice? And we would just like to know what that looks like for you. So I hope I, I will remain a dancer, but actually. Uh, during the week, I don't have so much the opportunity to rehearse every day. Mm -hmm. So I start more with yoga mm -hmm. and chanting mantra. And then the riyas I do for, for a show, like mm -hmm. uh, if there is a show who is on. Um, otherwise, I, I don't found the, how do you say it makes no point for me to dance in the emptiness. I, I prefer to do yoga, okay. to do a physical, uh, like something or a walk or something like this. But then mm. when I have a show, I totally dive into that and I practice every day for the show. But I need to have a, a goal. Mm. Okay. I, I, I'm still thinking I'm a dancer, but... There is also so much aside to do, so much administration and all that. So mm -hmm. I, the day is suddenly finished. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So when you said administration, is that like the administration of dance classes or what do you usually have going on outside? Oh, uh, like this um, 
Chanjin and Roshni Shlu, for example, okay. uh -huh. like the show was two hours. Right. And I worked the full year <laughs> for these two hours because okay. in our association that I have with my husband and with my mother, Dilbale, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like I do everything. I do the secretary, I do the creation of the scenario, I do the choosing the costume, the music, mm. so uh, putting the video together, the montage, we say, so yeah. that is always something to be done. Wow. The website, <laughs> so, yeah. And in terms of, say, getting costumes and things like that, do you have a support system in Switzerland or where does, or where does all, all the material and everything come from? So, yes, we are very lucky in Switzerland. We okay. have uh, like some grant um, system for the yeah. artists, yeah. but they don't always give. Huh? Mm. <laughs> you, you are making sometimes a folder and everything of presentation you send. Yeah. And then you see if you are lucky, they give you half of what you have asked. So you always have to make it a bit bigger. More. Okay. And um, so that we are lucky because in India, it doesn't exist so much. Hmm. But um, also because the life is quite expensive here. Mm -hmm. So then they made this uh, facility for the artist. I see. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so I'm very curious, uh, Angeliti. What goes into a grant when you're trying to make a grant to get some money? Like I understand act in, in academia, you, when you're trying to get a grant for a certain a research grant, you kind of, uh, you do that with multiple people and then it gets split in, in say academia in colleges or in engineering. For dance grants, what, how, what does the process work like? What do you usually put in a grant? What are you usually going for? Uh, all the cost actually. Okay. Like, um, from the costume to um, the mm -hmm. technician of the theater, then we have to rent the theater. Okay. Um, the promotion, then also all the creative work, like the creation of the choreography, okay. the teaching, the um, um, storytelling, like, hmm. like everything, we, we have to make a budget. Okay. And uh, like then we receive, uh, but just as an average, like we, I asked for 5,000 uh, per artist for okay. this uh, Chandini Roshni, and I could pay people 500. So okay. I just had to put one zero less. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not always as we wish. Yeah. But um, then we have to adjust with the total amount how we can pay everybody hmm. like some cost we have to pay the theater they have their fixed bill so hmm. we have to pay them right the printer of the flyer also hmm. and then often it's we the artists that are pay less so yeah. oh. so you <laughs> so you get the grant and you have to pay everyone out first and then you pay yourself at the end yes okay that is unfortunate but yes that is something that <laughs> Rush, like my I've had someone called Rashna Nevas on the podcast so Rashnadi also said that you know the sound people the music people the lighting people everyone gets paid first mm -hmm. and even though the artist might be say the center or you know what uh, and uh, that does happen so and Anjali Ji when you're uh, doing the grants the people who are looking at your grants are they usually familiar with Kathak or that's something that's an education that has to be done every time you write that grant? Uh, now, I guess that uh, like uh, we created our association in 2018. Mm -hmm. And before I was in other uh, company, but I used to do this work of grants. Okay. So I think they are uh, quite familiar with what kind of work I'm doing. I see. So they know there will be some Indian atmosphere, uh -huh. but that I will always try to make it accessible for here. Mm. Because most of, there are few Indians in our show, Okay. but most are from Neuchâtel, like they are mm. Western people. So they will not, we need to prepare them. Like mm. we cannot just talk about Krishna. 
Right. We will have some introduction. If audience was fully Indian, this would not be necessary. Right. So, Anjali, that kind of brings me to my next question. So, what does that preparation process look like? So, this when you are so you're talking about a situation where there's an audience, and maybe you want to tell them about Krishna. So, what are the steps that happen before that to get to that point for yourself? Uh, now with this uh, new show, which mm-hmm. is Krishna Kata, first thing I have an idea, <laughs> like a mm. seed, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I'm doing this. And sometimes it has, it comes from different things. Like this time it came from the costume. Like, oh, I want to have this kind of color of costume. And then, ah, I also like, um, like the energy of Krishna that he's always dancing joyfully. And we would need this in this Corona time. Then I'm thinking how to cross everything. And, um, then um, it happened like also where I, I am in my life with who I am in contact. Like I was with Pali, Sharmila and Sandhya Ben and I'm thinking, ah, oh, I want to go more deep into uh, Katak, like mm-hmm. a bit more learning again, some new classes. So then I try to add this in the project. Mm. Like it's all a bit input and then I kind of write the scene, like the main, uh, not the scenario, but the main, um, like what is behind the book, uh, the introduction, if I can say. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, like it keeps on growing. Of course, it needs always to be um, watered <laughs> if it's mm-hmm. like a plant. So I don't need to. Uh, if if one project I totally don't water it, then it dries. It oh, goes. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> then it's also my uh, responsibility to keep on nurturing it and mm-hmm. um, adding. And um, sometimes it's really things who have nothing to do together, like uh, like what, like somebody I cross in the street tells something. And I'm like, oh wow! And then I, it's it's jumping in an idea, and I can add something in the scenario. So mm. you were must be thinking I'm mad, <laughs> but, nope. but that's how I keep the inspiration. Then I'm like open, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever is happening is always a possibility for uh, the show, actually. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that just shows that you're very present in your everyday life and you're getting inspiration from those things, Anjali. So that's that's pretty interesting that way. And you were talking about your new production, Krishna Katha. And uh, so, yeah, I guess it would be a good time to discuss, like, what are the current projects you're working on in terms of workshops and classes or, like, productions as well? So I try to do now every year a project. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this Krishna Kata will be for 2022. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one thing is because I'm a dancer. Another thing is also because I need to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Fair. that's the, the organization that I found so that uh, I'm not, I, do, I don't work well in stress. So I need mm. to make one thing slowly. Mm. <laughs> so uh, that's working with me I'm a bit a turtle but I like it when I have time for the detail to think over when there is no rush Mm. so that's one thing and then this year I also uh, I'm trying out actually because uh, normally my other work is to tour show in school Mm. like solo show and I created last year Namak, mm-hmm. which is a bit mixed with clown and katak. But the thing is that most of the schools they replan other artists that they could not uh, plan. So I don't know if I will get any uh, contracts for Namak this year or if it will be next year. I see. So 
Uh, then um, still we have the cost of the month of November. So <laughs> then I was like, what to do, what to do? So then I thought, why not to um, try workshops? So okay. this is a, a trial, actually, these uh, workshops. Mm -hmm. And uh, let us see if it works, if there is a response, then it can happen every uh, November, because here November is very terrible. There is lots oh. of fog <laughs> and uh, it's very depressing. I see. So if we have something to look forward in November, it's nice. I see. So <laughs> I don't it... know what it is in America if November is good. So it depends. So I'm in Phoenix. So Phoenix is a desert, but it has like asphalt everywhere, which means it's always warm. So, you know, in, in, in a regular desert, it'll be colder at night. Here, it's not colder at night. It's just warm. So, the winters are when you have... The winters here are like spring everywhere else. Otherwise, the car is like... Arizona is just super hot. Before that, I lived in Indiana and that's the Midwest. So, that is more like the Chicago, New York winter kind of thing you see. So it's more frigid there. But November usually is not as cold. Our winter months are more like to a late December to January, February. And then that's kind of what we're going for. So Anjali, in this workshop, for, in the November workshops you're planning, what, uh, do you have an idea of what you'd want to teach in them or what would you want to present? Yes, I have already thought about it. Like... Um... For the beginners, because I have some new students who came, so I would like to make the beginning of the Tarana with them mm. for the beginners. And for the advanced, I want to teach them a beautiful song of Sandiaben on Mira. Mm. It is composed by Atul. Okay. And she's actually teaching it to me now for Krishna Kata. So that's how I try to make echoes between the teaching and creation. Hmm. And for uh, the Dance for Healing workshop, um, it, last year I did it on Zoom. So hmm. this year it will be on, in real. So I think this is a bit, um, it will be, this I'm still thinking, but hmm. uh, um, there will be some yoga in the right. beginning just to warm up. And then the idea is to keep the katak, like the expression and the mudra, hmm. but without an idea of um, perfection, like um, that everybody use them a bit as they want. Hmm. So, and it has to be connected with nature. So then maybe uh, I was thinking to do on the element, mm -hmm. like uh, there is um, three Sunday of full moon oh. and uh, I'll, I'll keep maybe two elements per uh, time. And then last time I do something else. That I'm not totally, it's still a bit new. So mm -hmm. I'm still a bit in, also in the research. I think, yeah. Uh, and yeah, thank you for taking us through your thought process. I think that's very interesting to see how you think, Anjali. And yeah, I recently did a workshop with my teacher, Tanvir. And for me, it was very interesting because I've only done Kathak for two years. So you know that I don't really have any business doing a Tarana right now for myself in the sense, because that was more of an advanced workshop because he was teaching the full thing, but he said, come and attend. So I, I did. So what, what really helped, I've noticed is that because it was like, because it was Zoom, there was a video element to it. So I could, I, a lot of steps I didn't catch on during the thing, but mm -hmm. I, I took the video back and I looked at it and I mm -hmm. chopped it down, edited it, and then it really helps. And then I can slow it down and see it again and again. Instead of asking him to repeat the steps 20 times, I can just yes. watch it. So I will say like, I have, what, I've, what I have noticed is regardless of workshop level or what the students level is, if you can give them the entire weekend to spend with the video, 
that kind of is a levels out the playing field in a in a very different way in the sense that everyone may not dance the same is what i've noticed but they can at least pick up the movements and move along so mm-hmm. the recorded video thing i found is a very interesting thing especially like if you if you spend a whole weekend with a video you will pick up yeah. something and you'll pick up some ways of doing it or you'll make adjustments as well mm-hmm. so on that note anjali uh, i guess for you uh, you mentioned it a little bit since you're talking about teaching um so say uh, if you're teaching students of different levels a certain piece how do you make adjustments for them for different body types compositions and like what people are able to do physically and not how do you adjust, how do you account for those things if there are really many different level it's not always easy because mm. you need to keep motivating motivated the fast one <laughs> and you need not to lose the more uh, slow one so uh then i try to see also who is uh, like always they interact also like can we do again or this or that yeah. then like i try to keep a bit a middle path mm-hmm. and and that the advance they have a bit to slow down right. and the very slow one they have to make a little bit more effort mm. right and that kind of also alludes to like group choreography in general so i was talking to gauri devakar yesterday and she said like in group choreography uh, everyone has to be at a certain level you can't go above that too much and you can't go below that too much so it kind of levels out everyone and that it inherently creates a certain amount of discipline because someone who's not maybe at that level would have to work harder and if someone who's above that cannot show off too much because there's no point that doesn't serve the intent of it so that's a very interesting thing about leveling things out and moving with a certain speed which is the speed of the class um and uh, anjali you talk talking about the creative process i know that you like to create things that are a bit different so i wanted to understand what your creation process is like for you so see starting from the concept to movements and like presenting it on stage what does that look like for you actually it has often also like first i need to really have um, a bit just the seeds and mm-hmm. the name that then i start i think with the name mm-hmm. and then from there i add um, uh, either the scenario the costume the the people also who with who i will work mm-hmm. um and it also uh, depends also like for example le duel mm-hmm. his first show with fanny like it was with the older uh, company now we don't have it anymore mm-hmm. like we were taking the class of ballet together mm-hmm. and then i was seeing that we were looking very similar and then like uh, then it made it gave me the idea to do something about this similarity and that's how came le duel because um, i asked her like uh, do you want to do something together like you're also a kathak dancer let's create something mm-hmm. and she was from another school so then um, like instead of being edmi mm-hmm. let's put our strength together and um, so it depends who is in front of me also right right yeah. and usually if it's for the student Right. Then, um, then it's yeah, I really create the um, characters also of the mm. like uh, for this Chantini and Roshni. It's actually my two elder sister Chandrika and Devika. Okay. And then according to how they are in mm-hmm. the real life, yeah. Then comes the um, inspiration. Oh. And uh, for example, Gulzar is when I fell in love. Okay. Like a flower in the heart, and now Tanki is when all my dancer of the second company left. So they oh. were all now Tanki. Okay. So it always a bit depends of what I'm leaving also. Understood. So I, I, it's a bit personal, but yeah. it's I'm not. Um, it doesn't come up like a therapy, but uh, right. the starting point is is happening in the real. Hmm. Okay. 
So yeah, you start off in reality and you kind of take that into a concept and present it on stage. That's really interesting and really. And uh, I'm just curious, were you able, were, you, were your sisters able to pick up that they were Chandni and Roshni when they were seeing the production? Were they were they able to figure that out? <laughs> yeah, they they asked, and also their kids they they asked. But then um, they like we played, so then yeah. it doesn't like it's just the starting point. And then, ah. then it somehow goes into something a bit different. Mm-hmm. So, so like one, like two and a few of uh, my sister Chandrika, they were asking when I was doing the costume choosing. Ah, that's uh, you. Like that's um, our mother, or uh, that's yeah. uh, Devika. They were trying to follow. Okay. And uh, like they also asked why is uh, Chandrika a princess and why is uh, Devika a magician? And um, so they were um, interested to know. My sister, they know more that I'm just taking like a beginning and then it goes a bit uh, somewhere else. But mm. the, their kid, they were a bit old, thinking, oh, it's our mother. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. It's always in, yeah, that's very interesting in the sense that uh, to actually to, to create something from the inspiration and take it back to the inspiration. It, it's not the same thing, but moved on from there. But just some elements are the same. And Anjali, I guess um, uh, since, you may, uh, since you talked about like say people leaving and stuff, that kind of brings on an interesting thing where so say you have a company of dancers and uh, in now as an administrator you might sometimes you might know as they're preparing for a performance if you feel like they're falling behind in practice and things like that how do you encourage them to practice more because on one side if you kind of go too hard they might leave and if you go too soft the end result might not be good so how if if you feel someone's falling behind in practice and things like that how do you encourage them hmm. uh, yeah this uh, this happened mm-hmm. even for this show, actually, mm-hmm. and Roshni. Yeah. Like uh, one dancer got ill. Okay. And she oh. couldn't um, attend the general rehearsal. Okay. But then uh, usually I trust people. Mm. So maybe I'm over trusting, but mm-hmm. um, then I told her it's up to you. If you want to be in the show, we keep the place for you. Like in the choreography, if you think you are capable okay. of doing it, of uh, like uh, doing that, because it means that she has to uh, uh, take over all the work that we have done already. Right. And in a, in a very short time, there were just two weeks. Hmm. So um, then uh, she, sa- she said that uh, she, she was still too ill. And mm-hmm. uh, that um, she won't be able to do this show. So she was she she was not uh, doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I told her that um, I hope that there will be another occasion. Mm-hmm. But um, I have less the problem of uh, people who don't have the level mm-hmm. because I don't believe in level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> for um, a show. I more believe in creativity. Okay. So uh, if somebody has not like the level uh, technical, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out another role for her. Mm. So if she wants to be on the scene, that's the main thing to know. Do you want to be on the scene or not? Okay. And if you want, we'll find a way to make you be on the scene. Okay. So, okay, that, that kind of, uh, that gets me thinking, Anjali, you said, uh, it's, it's great that you're inclusive and you're getting everyone in, whoever wants to be there. So when you say that creativity is more important, so um, in what ways does the creativity come out on stage? Like in what ways do you accommodate different levels of dancers on the same production? Like if you have an example, I guess, is what I'm asking for. Like, yes, maybe one example. I don't know if it responds totally, but when yeah, I was sure. creating uh, Gulzar, this was yeah. the first student show, there was one uh, student mm-hmm. who was very exigent, like um, with herself 
and with me and with the other. She was with the, she wanted to do the the best. Okay, got to you. Do the best. Mm. So and maybe I'm a bit more uh, nonchalant. Like we will, we will manage. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and um, then, uh, like for like um, for her, it was very important that uh, the level was good. Okay. So she wanted to show something good. Mm. Uh, now she's a dancer also. So she she had this um, inside that she wanted to do that also. Right. So um, this is this thing of creativity doesn't work with everybody. Huh. With her, I had to um, um, understand her feeling. Right. That it is not against the show. It, mm-hmm. She wants to bring something uh, good, mm-hmm. and I had to take her idea also, which right. in the end made a beautiful show. I have okay. to say now that uh, Gulzar is the one, like the full process, I was in love. <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe it also helped. Yeah. And, uh, we really rehearsed a lot because she was pulling a lot. And um, um, then we rehearsed in the class plus Saturday morning plus uh, Friday evening. And that we did not do with Chandini Roshni. They were not capable to give that much time. Right. So um, this creativity has also some limits, <laughs> depending <laughs> with who you work. Like right. uh, you need to adjust to your student also. Hmm. No, that yeah, that, that example works wonderfully, Anjali. Thank you for explaining that, and that also kind of illustrates that you know what you you know that the you kind of the guidelines you work off of, but you're not like super rigid about the guidelines and depending on the situations you adapt to them as well and actually I guess since we've talked about say the dance classes your creative process your performances now would be a good time to talk, touch upon your training and background so usually so in this sense could you tell us a little I guess we'll start from yeah well, let's just start from Kadam and then we'll go back from there so what was that experience like going to Kadam and learning from learning from them oh it was very nice mm-hmm Really, still now I feel like we are living in one week to Ahmedabad with my husband. Okay. And um, whenever I go there, I feel nourished. Okay. Because, uh, everybody understands Katak. Okay. And also the Katak that I like. like hmm. Because there are all kinds of Kataks, but I like a bit when it's modern. Hmm. So that is really the place where you can also be creative and mm-hmm. yourself. Kumi Ben is, is really, like she tells students not to be a photocopy of mm. the master. So right. that everybody has to bring something by its own mm. to the Katak world. So when I went at 19, I really remember that um, it was like a big... Um, um, uh, ocean because um, I was uh, staying with uh, Sanjukta and Atsuku. They were mm-hmm. my roommates, and now okay. they are like well-established dancer. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always in this dance um, surround surrounding, mm-hmm. yeah. and not any dance because I don't like so much the contemporary surrounding here. Like they right. were, they were nothing sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Also, it's a bit provocative and there is no nice music. Right. So, I was really in a, in a surrounding that I loved mm-hmm. from the house with my roommates, from the school. Then I was going to Sandhya Ben's house and there was also Atul there and I used to see also the recording. So, it was all very inspiring. Okay. Now, I think Kadam is unfortunately closed. So I don't know, uh, but I will see, of course, I will see Sandhya Ben and um, like Rupanji, Sanjukta. And um, I don't know if I can go to Kadam because normally only Parul is going there. 
I don't know if you know about the people, but uh... Uh, I don't know Parul Di, but yes, uh, Rupanchi Di was the last I had on a podcast recently. Kumi Ben, I don't know her, know her, but yeah, I've heard of her. Sandhya Ben, like so, my teacher Tanvir learned from Sandhya Desai Ji. So mm-hmm. those are the people I know. Yes. That, by yes. that association. So I hope for them that they can open in November because it has been now I don't know like one and a half years that mm-hmm. schools. For kids, like the primary schools plus the dance schools, right, are being closed. So right. So you're going. You're planning to go in November then? Uh, next week. Next week. Okay. Yes. From uh, from? Beginning, uh, October. Yes. So from what I've seen in like generally the trend right now in Indian dance schools is like they're opening up, like you said, uh, classes to people above the age of eighteen in general in academies across the India, like. Shashwat Didi, Didi opened her classes recently. Gauri Devakar Didi opened her classes recently. They are based out of Delhi. So, uh, I yeah, I'm, I think, I, I'm, I guess, if yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of the general trend right now. So, that's, we'll see what happens. But yeah, safe travels to you, uh, Anjali Didi. And since you t- kind of trained with Sanjay uh, Desaji and Sanjay Aunty, like Tanvi calls her Sanjay Aunty, and I, that's someone I'd like to have on the podcast as well, Anjali Didi, but wanted to know what is your connection with her like and what was it like learning Kathak from her, what were your classes like and what did you learn from her? Everything. Mm. <laughs> now yes. She's really uh, very dear to me. She's, mm-hmm. uh, I can call her like, I don't know, my grandmother. She's like a member of my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we call every Tuesday. Yeah. So, oh. uh, every, every week. <laughs> and uh, first it was to create our dance for healing and now we have this habit of just keeping up uh, what is happening here, what is happening there. And um, I, like she's uh, my model also for, for the life, like the personal life. Mm-hmm. And, um, they also always had a humble life with uh, Atul. Hmm. Like he was a musician and I feel very also near because my husband, Shashin, he's a yoga teacher. So we don't have three cars and one house. <laughs> so <laughs> we have like same kind of um, of life. And mm. uh, it gives also courage to have somebody to look up to. Like, um, ah, it's possible to live like this. Mm. Like we can live with dance and yoga or dance and music. Mm. It's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> And uh, okay, and uh, so uh, the way the place you live in, uh, Anjali, is there like uh, so, like say in America, there's the concept of what you called a McMansion. So, a McMansion is a play of the word McDonald in the sense that there are like giant, there's a, there's a general trend of making very giant houses with big spaces that you may not even use the whole thing, but there's a whole thing of you know get the biggest house for how much you can get what is the culture like where you live is, is there a concept of trying to get a lot of like a big house a lot of cars or what is the is it getting there or what do you feel around your neighborhood um like uh, there is that but it's more like um here in switzerland i feel like i see with my like friends or best friends um, they they have lots of pressure to to have a no cre job like mm. to have a, a good settled job okay and to have their life uh, set mm. that is I see around me that is one goal of mm. uh, people here right and sometimes I feel like an extraterrestrial because mm. whenever I get, a bit of like if I'm going back into teaching, I don't want too much because otherwise I feel like in a jail. Mm. So my mind will be a bit Indian, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but then, of course, I think that's what I'm observing with my friends because they don't get maybe so much um, happiness through their uh, job. Like okay. they have to do it for the cost of the life. So they are searching happiness in buying a car, buying a house. And mm-hmm. uh, so two of my best friends are now searching houses. Okay. And sometimes I just feel I am uh, 
<laughs> from another world. <laughs> but uh, we live here in a two bedroom uh, house, mm-hmm. but we are happy. So, uh, but then it also depends always of everybody. Like, um, it's a bit like plants. Mm. Like every plant is different and everybody needs something else to be happy. Mm. Important is that you know what is making you happy. Important is what you know is making you happy. <laughs> that's no, that's pretty that's really profound. That's really well done, Anjali. Thank you for sharing that insight as well. That kind of helps us understand where you come from and why you do the things you do. And also I'm very curious about like your training with Sharmila Ji. Sharmila Sharma Ji was also the first guest on my podcast. So she was gracious enough to, she came on the podcast when I didn't even have a podcast. So she was very sweet that way and kind of, you know, encouraging people to do what they want. But what has your experience been like learning with her in Paris? I think, yeah. Same. She, same. same than Sanjay Ben. She's like mm-hmm. my big sister a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I also admire her a lot for the personal life. Yeah. That's, that's an element which is important for me <laughs> in my guru. Yeah. Like uh, professional and personal need to be good. Hmm. And um, like, uh, actually, it's a bit funny because uh, how we met. Because first, like, I was not sure if I wanted to draw comics or being a dancer. Right. So I went to an art school mm. and I picked up uh, a dancer that I found beautiful in blue on internet and I did an aquarelle. And then I went to Kadam all that and I was more sure I wanted to be a dancer. Mm. And I wrote a letter to Sharmila and she directly said, come to Paris, you can uh, be my student. Very direct. Wait, did you like write a letter in the sense in an envelope mailed in the post box and everything? Uh, it was, I think, a letter to mail. Okay, okay. But That's it actually worked. It did not work with all the people I asked when I was 20 and when, when I was searching myself. Mm-hmm. So with Sharmila, it directly worked. Mm. And... Um, then I was her student. I was living in Geneva and I mm. used to go often, organize her uh, workshop also in Geneva. Okay. And uh, this was a bit like my university because uh, I used to go like one weekend, mm-hmm. learn, and then practice. And we had the uh, opportunity to dance with Fanny, mm-hmm. like uh, of Company Sakna. And yeah. then this was the moment, the exam, like right. to show. Hmm. And uh, this lasted like three years. I stayed in Geneva and then I came back. Right. So now I'm still in contact with her, but she's more um, uh, working than hmm. Sandia Ben. So uh, if I contact her, I, sometimes it is for like uh, saying, uh, like, how are you all that? But uh, otherwise, it's to take class from her. Mm. She's still uh, very active. Yes. So, and then about this drawing, this was funny. Then um, after I looked this drawing and I I was like shocked. Actually, it was Sharmila that uh, I picked up. I was 18. I could have picked up any. There were so many dancers on the internet. Right. And I picked up Sharmila because I liked her grace. Uh-huh. And then, then she accepted me as her student directly. Then I really thought there must be somebody who is helping us. <laughs> because uh, it all went so smoothly. Yeah. So since that, I believe that uh, there, is a, there must be a reason why we are together with Sharmila also. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm sure there is yeah for sure <laughs> and uh, Anjali I'm looking at my notes and we've covered Tarana being creative uh, student performances upcoming workshops training and background so last question for you Anjali D as we wrap up uh, I guess I wanted to know like oh, two things one is like what has in your experience what have you seen the history of Kathak being in Switzerland 
as you've kind of developed your craft here and where do you see katha going in the future in switzerland just the first question yeah uh, the first question is like what, how have you seen kathak evolve in switzerland or or grow in switzerland where do you think it's going there is not much mm-hmm. yet yeah <laughs> so i hope it is um, it will evolve hmm um that's for the ev- evolution like uh, now paliji is also here in arau Right. So she's very active and she's trying to really make it grow. So I hope uh, people will also answer the right way, the Swiss people. Hmm. And uh, then, of course, uh, uh, I just wish that uh, we can have all the katakar of Switzerland, we can have more shows. instead of choosing contemporary dance that they choose uh, <laughs> some katak dance <laughs> yeah. but um, so far the the theater in switzerland it's mm-hmm. not like this mm. like they are more like a mafia and they always program it the same people very contemporary people right. and um, i'm trying hard since long time but yeah. uh, they have another um, artistic line right Swiss people I see. So let us see. Uh, they call the katak. They call it uh, ethnic okay. or uh, world. So it's not often happening in yeah. the theater. Okay. But who knows? Sometimes it's perfect per fashion. Hmm. Understood. So listen, uh, I guess Anjali, that kind of uh, I uh, I guess that kind of brings another question, and I realize like. as you said this that was going to be my final question but i do have another question after that <laughs> so uh anjali like looking at your environment because what you said about uh kachak being relegated to an ethnic dance form that kind of hap- yeah uh, i think in your uh, that that's something shreyashi spoke about as well so i have had shreyashi nag on the podcast and she works for the barcelona she said that you can you know whenever there's a dance festival in organization it's kind of relegated to the ethnic form and you don't compare all of them across the same ones and uh like you said that you know it's hard to get a slot or like get that recognition so anjali ji with that kind of environment also what helps you keep going and propagating the art form in switzerland what keeps you motivated um it might be silly but probably not the other uh, katakar on facebook okay <laughs> that's that's awesome. a big uh, inspiration i'm friends with um but also Aditi uh, Mangaldas, like mm-hmm. um, Saswati Sen, and I keep on looking also the video and being inspired by them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, ha! I feel um, okay. I will, I will share this in Switzerland, and um, that helps me. It's silly to say that Facebook helps me <laughs> because on the it just appears, no? So you just can see the video. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I also like Madhuri Dixit and Shahrukh Khan on mm-hmm. Facebook. So they also keep on doing work, and this is a um, like I like this also actors because they are very. Um, I like the Indian actors because they are very healthy also in a way, mm. and uh, they always try not they have they they try to be a model. Hmm. for the others i see more than the western actors or hollywood actors mm-hmm. so um, that's for the all these big people and of course when i share with sandhya ben and charmila who are more in direct connection with me right. this also directly gives me a um, motivation hmm Yes, so uh, Anjali, I don't think it's silly at all. We all get inspiration from our our peers, our seniors. It's just that since you're in Switzerland, your peers are it's easier to access them online. And it's the same for me. I learn Kathak one on one with Tanvir, so I don't have any classmates or anything. So mm-hmm. though I often do workshops as a way to network as well and meet people, or even the podcast for that matter. I feel like. 
I may not have stuck to Kathak if I hadn't done the podcast or met more people. Because then it would just be one class, and we are just doing Tatkar hashtag Chakkar and Tatkar hashtag Chakkar, and then there's no other feedback or any other way to understand where this is going. So it's always good to seek that, and it makes sense that when you feel you're commu- connected that way to people. So yes, Anjali, the with this I bring uh, this episode to a close. Uh, I. really applaud you for being so honest about everything that's going on what's good what's bad what's working what's not working your creative process and how you kind of adjusted you know you've taken the teachings of your gurus and you kind of adjusted it for your environment and you're propagating it forward you're doing a wonderful thing anjali ji so thank you for coming on thank you to you for uh, sharing also all uh, for this to others for giving me the opportunity and uh, congratulations for all uh, the work it's not easy to build up something so congratulations <laughs> thank you <laughs>